This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by Mattress Firm, our premier mattress provider. They provide 120 night sleep trials, so if your mattress is not perfect, they will pick it up and find you a new one. Save 10% off your order with code MMANUTS10. Tire Buyer. Buy tires online, get them shipped for free to an installer of your choice. Save 10% off with code MMA10. CrowdCow. The marketplace for high-quality craft beef and meats from ranches around the world. Save $15 off your first box with code MMA15. Bulletproof Coffee. Power your mind, fuel your body, and unleash your limitless potential. Save 20% off with code BPMMA20. Defense Soap. Everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMANUTS to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, it's MMA Nuts, episode 535. 535! My name's Ingo Weigold. Matt Griffith. And Ridiculous. What's going on um, over there? Okay, so full disclosure, Wasabi. I forgot my name for a second. <laughs> like, who the hell am I? What are we doing? Uh, okay. Drugs. Like, oh, all the okay. time. Every okay, day, all the time. How's it going over there? Phenomenal. I'm just you, uh, hanging out. You know? Are you enjoying your Indian summer? Of course. Can you say that anymore that anyways? Can you make that? Can you say that? Uh, it means it's hot as fuck. You can say whatever you want. Well, it means it's, it's hot in the You didn't mean it in a degradatory way. No, I, I know, but can, but can you actually still say that? I, everything has been canceled. So Ingo, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> it's me and you. It's not like we're doing a show to can a bunch I of say people. Vagina. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Yeah, do you want to play this game to start the show? <laughs> can I say? <laughs> no i'm just gonna stop while we're ahead okay. so well where do you want to start ufc or bellator uh let's go with the ufc and okay. go ahead tell me what you saw what did i see where in the ufc i was pretty you saw okay so yeah mr smith, smith smith versus blah anthony smith versus ryan span what did yeah. i see um i mean I saw a lot of offense from Smith. It, it just didn't look like Spannon was ever in the fight. I mean, um, didn't show up. Nope. I think Smith caught him a couple times with like a like an inside right and then a couple of hooks and shit. He was going crazy for a minute, and uh, ended up what's rear naked choking him out. And mm-hmm. it, it's funny because it was one of those moments where the the choke, like as the arm is coming down. Span is already like, I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Because I saw that. It was one of those like, dude, here's my neck. I'm done. Just fuck. I want no more. I want no more of this. Yeah, he's like, he's done. So done. Checked out. I haven't seen that in a while. That reminds me of like Anthony Rumble Johnson. Like, dude, here's my neck. I'm done. Yep. Take it. Check it out. So take it down. Well, I guess good for Smith, right? Chugging along. Making his way back up to the top. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. And then, did you see this one fighter, uh, Devin Clark? Yeah, I'm gonna share that picture with you. Was it a tooth or more than one tooth? Well, it's kind of a lot of stuff. Oh, Jesus! It's like three teeth. Looks like a Halloween pumpkin that I'm gonna deliver. That's bad. That's really bad. Looks like a broken jaw. Yeah. I forgot someone else had one of those way back in the day. And if either of us could remember that. I can't. Wait. 
Dennis Seaver, maybe? I don't know. I almost had it, and then I lost it, because I remember someone having, like, a fucked up bite, and they continued fighting, and the guy was saying, like, his whole shit was not right. I don't know. It was almost right there, Ango. It was almost there. your shit's not right, man. It's bad. Yep. You want your shit to be right. (laughs) Always. If your shit's wrong, it's bad for everyone involved. So let's talk Bellator. One fight. Here's how we go. (laughs) Bill Davis, Joel Romero. So... I'm so disappointed in Yol Romero, right? So what do we do? Uh, let's just pretend it's a dance competition again. First round, barely any strikes thrown, all defense. And Phil Davis just kind of picking them apart. And then Phil starts getting more aggressive in the second round and throwing a lot of strikes, gets one takedown. Then come round three, it's all Phil Davis. And he just is fucking... Uh, dropping Yoel with as many takedowns as you want. I think he had four or five in that third round and just ground pounding the shit out of him. I gave him a 10-8. I had it scored 30 to 26 in my book. Hey, one and, judge had it like that. But one judge had it not for Phil Davis. Can you believe yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, 29-28. I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck fight are you watching? Because if it's a 30-26 fight, how the fuck did you score that 29-28? I mean, that wasn't even close to a 29-28. I could say yeah. 30-27 is acceptable, but the right score is 30-26. But what was your take on how Romero looked, how Phil Davis looked? And well, I, I think I definitely noticed R- Romero's extra weight this time. Like yeah, he didn't, 205. Yeah, he just he didn't look as lean to me and as quick. And there was not a whole lot of action in the first round. If they started super slow and then there was a little more action in the second round, but I think Davis got that takedown at the end of the second, right? Just to kind of, and the third round had more action, but I don't know. I, I thought Davis's wrestling was a huge factor in this. And I, I don't know. Romero just didn't look like his old killer self. I don't know what the deal was, but he was like hanging out, like, you know, just didn't really do much. Yeah. And the other thing was he thought it was a five round fight. <laughs> okay. Well, so maybe he was just saving up for rounds four and five, but again, fucking stupid game plan. But he looked like a different fighter. He looks like he's he washed. He looked like a dog shit. So yes. I don't know what what's going to come of him. He is also 44 years old, and it's been a while since he fought. And then I think he had an eye injury, and that's why he wasn't cleared when he was supposed to fight Rumble. So. We'll have to see. It's 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 disappointing because you when you have such a dynamic fighter that doesn't want to throw strikes, it's almost like we're watching Tyron Woodley here. Like mm-hmm. Yoel Romero is becoming Tyron Woodley. There's flashes in there, but he's more interested in just doing bullshit. Like, oh, look at this defense. Uh, look at me not throw a strike. Hey, fuck face. We're here to watch you throw bombs, right? Knock people the fuck out. Don't just dance around. This isn't Dancing with the Stars unless you're right. Paige Van Zandt. So not impressed, not happy with that performance. Probably don't want to see him fight ever again. How's that? Maybe he should retire. I, I can't argue that logic. Because <laughs> he's had how many bed? How many fights has he shit the bed? Like, think about that uh, fight against Israel Adesanya and how dog shit that one was. True. Like, it seems to be the trend now for this guy. It does. And Phil Davis, you know, looked like he was very surgical in his approach. Yeah, so. he fought smart. And I, I wouldn't think if you would have asked me, 
will Phil Davis get six takedowns in this fight or whatever it is, five or six? What, what would your guess be? <laughs> like, uh, <minus> no. <laughs> six takedowns. I don't know. It depends. Maybe if, maybe if there was Rumble Johnson in the fight. <laughs> yeah. If, I think Rumble Johnson won this fight, Ingo. <laughs> I think he Didn't did. He? I think he might have. Somehow he won. And, hey, speaking of him, he actually pulled out of his fight against, uh, who is that, Nemkov? Yeah. Uh, yeah that's unfortunate i was looking forward to that so that tournament has gone to shit now because well they were talking i think they asked phil davis about that if he would re-enter and he said he would potentially but the thing okay. is didn't, didn't he fight vadim like twice already and yeah lose? so at least once or twice yeah so. it's not really that exciting but i don't know who knows maybe the third time's a charm maybe maybe they never fought i don't even fucking know i'm pretty so sure take that put that in your pipe twice. and stuff I don't know what else to say. Do you want to, let's talk UFC 266 a little bit. <sighs> sure. The return of Nick Diaz. Yeah, oh, yeah. so let's start there. Uh, and let's go. You have Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler. My first question, why is that not the main event? Because when I watched the UFC whatever preview for that fucking fight card, they're hyping that fight like it's the main event. They should, but it's not because there's two championship fights. Who on gives the a card. shit? Who says that championship fights need to be the main event? Uh, I don't. It's star power. Look at and someone posted the views of each of the fights. I think uh, the Volkanovski versus Ortega had a hundred thousand views. Shevchenko versus Murphy had like ten views, and then Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler had something around seven hundred thousand views. So you can see where the fans are. They're all on that fight. So let's just start there then. Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler. Yes, the last time these two guys fight, fought was UFC 47 in April, on April 2nd of 2004. 17 which, years ago. Which Diaz won <laughs> by KO. Yes. So, <laughs> and I watched that live, which is fucked up. That is pretty think crazy. About it. I wouldn't have guessed it was 17 years ago yeah holy shit it's forever ago the last time diaz fought was against anderson silver you remember that crazy fight where he's all like yeah. laying down and shit? six and a half years ago <laughs> yeah exactly and, and then, maybe he took that suspension literal right well because wasn't he was supposed yeah. to be uh nick was supposed to be suspended for weed for a lifetime and then they reduced it to five years and then i don't know whatever came of that but he fucking sure as shit got sour on fighting and he did and Robbie Lawler, 0-4 in his last four. Last time he fought was in August uh, of 2020 against Neil Magny. So, um, I don't know. This <laughs> this could go either way. I really like both guys, and I like them for different reasons, and I'm super torn because I don't know what to do because I love Diaz. I'm ride or die Diaz, but I also like Robbie Lawler. He's been in some fights that I've just thought were some of the best fights I've ever seen. Yeah. So, it's, it's like, but they're both old. <laughs> so so i think there's no chance this doesn't go to decision because i don't think of lawler can't not can knock diaz out and i don't think diaz is gonna knock not lawler out i think we could potentially have another robbie lawler versus i can't think <laughs> the Rory, McDonald. Rory mcdonald thank you yeah um i think we're gonna i think we're in that territory both guys coming off especially diaz been doing the triathlons I'm going to go with uh, Diaz via decision, but it's going to be close, potentially split or something. 
it's possible. I mean, Nick, the problem is he hasn't fought in six and a half years. That's a long fucking time to not He's be been riding there. his bike, Matt. His, his, his expensive triathlon. Bike. <clears throat> and I'm a little concerned with his attitude because I watched whatever the preview show was just specifically for this fight to see what each guy's mental state is coming into this. And Nick was saying, you know, I'm not going to swear anymore. I'm going to be more when I have more sportsmanship during this fight and the whole lead up to it. And I really enjoy teaching kids now. Like, what the fuck? What? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's just the weed has fucked you up so much. So you're not swearing that like that's your whole brand. You're going the opposite of what Nick Diaz brand is. And that's fine. But it's fucking weird. OK, because the same thing happened to Conor McGregor, right? He tried to go off brand and try to be all nice when he fought Dustin Poirier the second time. He gets fucking ass kicked, right? Like, what happened? You can't go off brand. So that's from, well, from that standpoint, I worry. I mean, it's probably healthier for the guy. And I feel like the Las Vegas Athletic Commission or Nevada Athletic Commission fucking robbed us of probably his prime. You know, if, yeah. if that shit didn't happen, he probably would have continued fighting. But now he's six and a half years out. He claims, you know, like everyone, I'm in the best shape of my life. And obviously he's smarter and he's he's doing more of a teaching role. So he's probably a way better fighter now than he was when he fought Anderson Silva. So I, I really think this is Nick's fight. And it'll be interesting to see what the outcome is. I, I think he finishes... Robbie, though, because Robbie, he's just he's got that same thing where he's like Tyron Woodley just sitting around waiting. Like, why are you guys waiting? And especially if he has that loss to Nick in the back of his head where he got dropped a couple times in that fight and then fucking straight up KO'd. And I don't remember if it was a jab or a hook, but it wasn't a super hard punch that knocked him out. But that's still in the back of his head. And and the crazy thing is, it's the same, like. I like both these guys. So I don't know who the fuck to root for. Like, I kind of want to root for Nick because I want to see him back in the mix and see what he can do again. Because if he wins, and we'll have to talk about that next next week, but I don't even know what, what the hell's next for either guy coming off a win or a loss at this no point. Clue. We're going to have to let it play out. And Let's I don't make fights on fucking uh, the day after the fights. I'm like a fucking Dana White. I don't make fights tonight. Don't fucking ask me about it. We're right along. So what about the rest of this card? It's actually a solid card. I, I don't know. Rose Blades versus uh, Rosenstruck. Sure. That should be a barn birder. Yeah. Jeff Chenko versus Lauren Murphy. It's going to be a fucking whitewash, and Murphy's going to get fucking handled so hard. I think so. And then we got to question her vir- virginity. Yeah, <laughs> probably. That's probably a good oh, choice. I can't say that out loud. And then we have Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. It's another interesting one. I'm not sold on Volkanovsky as a champion. And every time I say that about someone, they fuck up whoever they're fighting. I think he's going to destroy Brian Ortega. Good. And then I'm going to take Ortega by submission. Uh, okay, nice. Something crafty. Okay. Ortega looked better. His striking, like, Max Holloway pieced him up, but I'm sure... And then Volkanovski's beaten Max twice, one legitimately, and then the second one was questionable on a split decision. So uh, we'll see what happens. And then what's the other main card fight? Jessica Andrade 
versus Cynthia Cavallo or whatever. Yeah. And there was someone else is fighting on this card. Oh, Dan Hooker is like in the prelims. Like, why is that guy on the prelims? He's pretty exciting to watch. He's like kind of go out on your shield kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he should be fighting main event, but I think there's 14 fights on this card. So again, I think they're trying to overbook just in case a couple get canceled. If we still get that COVID shit to cancel any. Yeah. So let's talk uh, about a Spencer. Here we go. Spencer. Spencer. Have you heard? We have a Spencer, guys. It's called Manscaped. <laughs> hey. Oh. Autumn is in the air, Ingo. And the pumpkins are in the batch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't shit your pants or wait don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming if you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you're saying make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package boys get ready for a cuffing season like no other what's the cuffing season again i forgot this you told me last week oh it's the it's like the start of fall to the end of spring it's the season where people if they're single they try to couple up for the winter there you go so you want to make sure your shit's in order so ready to take the leap into fall with manscaped Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com slash MMA nuts for 20% off plus free shipping. That's correct. It's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose and hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Do you get a kitchen sink with all that? Like, holy fuck, that's so much. I feel like they're going to go out of business before you know it. But I've heard there's a life-size replica of Gwyneth Paltrow included. Fine, done. I want to double check that. Don't they have also, a candle? You can remember to seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations, the crop preserver, ball deodorant. Everyone knows pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand. hand. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect combination. Can I get an espresso and a side order of nuts, please? Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> What the fuck is going on? Hey, you hey. keep, doing, <laughs> keep doing the read. Hey, uh, are you done? Is it you, my want turn? Keep, you want me to keep going? No, you we're go good. Oh okay, get God. 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash MMA nuts for 20% off plus free shipping. Hey, that's 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash for 20% off plus free shipping. I feel like I'm duplicating myself way too much. Make your balls a priority this fall, Ingo. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. That'd be awesome if they every time you shave them, they just said, thank you. Yeah. The little guy pops up. <laughs> like, like, oh, oh, hey, no problem, brother. Namaste. Making that Sorry. shit happen. Hey. Day in, day out. Yes. Can we talk about some news? Yeah, go ahead. Did you hear that Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley uh, uh, apparently sold between 480,000 and 500,000 pay per views, according to Dave Meltzer? 
I hear there's like rumors all over the place. I've heard a hundred. You're right. A <laughs> hundred. <laughs> I'm just gonna say five hundred. I'm thinking of the Holyfield Belfort one. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that one's You're probably right. lower. Yes. yes. So I think it's pretty interesting because that's a pretty good number. That's that's like UFC level or better for most ma- yeah, major. It's bigger than a lot of the fucking pay-per-views they put out. It's probably bigger than oh, I don't know. Who's the woman champion right now in the big weights? <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who's the 145-pound women's champion? Who is the 135-pound women's champion? I can see her face, and I can't fucking put it. Amanda Nunes. Who is the... Oh, I was going to ask. There you go. Good. I, I think the 500,000 is more than three of her cards put together or her last three pay-per-views. I'm just saying. Pretty solid. Not a draw. You're not impressed with that performance? Uh, no, I think that's really good for them. I I, I want to see them do more. Do more weird shit. Make money. Make bank. Because it's also helping get some of these former yeah. UFC or MMA fighters get paid big bucks. I mean... I think Woodley said he got, or someone said Woodley got two million plus a cut of pay per view. So good for him. Yeah, good on him for sure. You know, I can't uh, begrudge anybody to make money. I'm all for that. And did you see the Mountain Thor Bjornsson had a boxing yes. match against an arm wrestler? I saw that. He looks very slim. Yeah, he did. He lost like uh, at least 150 pounds. Whoa. <laughs> yeah lay off of some of the steroids uh don't eat as much and <clears throat> let me just say this <laughs> he did okay. not look good he fought an arm wrestler and both guys look like shit and i will just say this and i'm going on record motherfuckers i think cm punk had more striking skills than both of those guys put together wow that's how atrocious the fight was that bad, I, huh? I, I don't even know what the fuck i'm watching you guys don't even know how to throw a goddamn punch. You guys shouldn't be yeah. out there. So, what else is happening out there? Uh, let's see. I got one more news story. There's a report yeah. going around that there will be a new MMA promotion um, coming out, which is going to feature a fighters union, uh, collective bargaining agreement, and a team led by George St. Pierre. Did you hear about this? I heard things. You heard things. Yeah, I heard things. So um, there's supposed to be a 50, 50, 50 revenue share, guaranteed contracts, health insurance, career ending insurance and a pension plan. And they're planning on announcing this in the next couple of days, apparently. Um, and they're hoping to launch in 2023. Um, it's will be out of business in 2023. Yeah. So I don't know. It sounds great, but um, don't think that's really going to go over. So, no, and then uh, someone dug into the background of whoever is starting this league, and it's shady as fuck, and I forgot what other organization they started and put out of business. But it's reminiscent of that. <clears throat> wasn't I don't remember. Is this are they doing a team concept? Is wasn't there was yeah, a, it's team. a team concept? It's a team concept. Yep. George, yeah, there was GSP that one. is gonna head up a team. So back in the day where it was the same scenario, and I forgot the fucking name of the league, but you had like Bass Root and Pat Militich and a bunch of other guys uh, doing this team thing where it was like you, you'd have a fire in each weight class and you'd pick team against team. 
Yeah. And yeah, it sounds great on paper, but it's never going to fucking work, unfortunately. It's just not. It's been tested and tried. Will not work. Just like but Mike Johnson. Will not work. <laughs> for tested free. <laughs> Only Mike. Yes. What else? Hey, did on? you see Spider-Man hitting pads? Tom Holland? No. Let me share this. I'm going to turn the volume off, but I'll, I'll add my sound effects. Which one's Tom Holland? Uh, the newest Spider-Man. Oh, okay. This guy over here. There you go. Oh, he's looking pretty sharp. Yeah, he actually has speed and power. Uh, hands aren't always defensively positioned after each strike is thrown, but as far as an actor hitting pads, not bad. I like it. I like when actors take an interest in what they're into. Yeah, so I think that's cool. But I hated the ones with Toby Maguire, but I like the ones that this guy's been in. Yeah, same. I still think they turned Spider-Man into kind of a pussy, you know, in the previous movies. And he's not that much of a pussy in the comics. So, right. Yeah. I think out of all the characters, he's one I, I don't like the most. Agreed. And we're, I probably have on the, the same page, <laughs> the most comic books of that guy. As I look back through my comic book collection from a kid, I don't remember being that big into Spider-Man. I and mean, then somehow I have all these Spider-Man comic books. Like, what the hell's going on? Remember being yeah. in the Green Lantern? Uh, like Doctor Strange. And I think now I like Thor. He seems like I, you got, I have to have a flying character. He has to be able to fly. So it's like Doctor Strange can kind of fly, but Thor could fly and he's got like magic and shit. He does. I always liked uh, Wolverine. It was very sad when he died. So he's got like, he can heal himself. That's good. Mm-hmm. He lived Makes forever. Sense. Yep. Uh, Watch that movie, Logan. Did you see that one? Yeah. Is that the one he dies? Yeah, so sad. Yeah, I didn't like that. I don't. <laughs> why kill people off? He doesn't need to die. He'll come yeah. back. Hugh Jackman. That's... He's done being the Wolverine. Well, for now, until they say, "Here's fifty million dollars." You sure you don't want to reprise your role? Mm-hmm. It's always like a fighter retiring, like Carlos Condit, who just yeah. retired the other day. Is he still there? I was going to say, do you think <laughs> his wife's going to allow that? <laughs> I give him about six weeks before he uh, unretires. And I think he'll be, be, I think he could be a good commentator. Yeah. I think he's very technical and he has a, a voice. He could, if he, if he hones the craft a little, I think he could be a good commentator. Now, I, Bellator could use about two or three of them. Yeah. No more Mauro Bonallo. No more Big John McCarthy. Big John. Please, somebody. I can handle Mauro. Big John. I can't can't do it. I think I dislike Mauro more than Big John, unfortunately. Okay. Let's move right along. Hey, let's see what Rachel Ostovich is up to. Okay. She's right here where she's supposed to be, Ingo. She's Mm, hanging out. That's nice. Doing things on the beaches. Good, good. It's a nice uh, suit. That's uh, a lot of women. And then let's see what Valerado has to say. She's got some words of wisdom to share with everybody. (laughs) Okay. She says, it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Right. She's smart. She says stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Moving right along. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I don't even know where I'm going. Oh, here we go. Now let's see what's going down in the LFC. So apparently they're doing good things over there. It says lots of face sitting went on in the lingerie fighting championship. Maybe because we know everyone on earth loves face sitting, including us. It's nothing special. Just a natural, a natural place to sit. I have yet to session without some other ladies. So apparently this is what's going down over in the lingerie fighting championships. Mm, might need to pause the show, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know this is a thing. That's some long ass nails to be fighting with too. I don't, sure. I don't know if that's legal because they usually check nails before you get into a fight. So there's breaking all the rules over there. And why aren't we seeing that in the UFC? We could use some quality face sitting. <laughs> Let's do some tweet of the week. You're not a mister until you stick it in your sister. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Auburn. <laughs> okay. That's that goes from old rolls sports. Uh, I don't know what the hell that's about, but apparently they do things differently down south. Moving right along. Let's do some ass nuts. Keep this shit flowing. This comes from Real Convict Donald on Twitter. He's going to ask, Based on this pick, how many milk crates would the notorious uh, Conor McGregor need to stack up to land a punch on Machine Gun Kelly? At 12. Yeah, it's approximately 17. I I like how Megan Fox just turns her head in dismay. I want no part of this in my see-through thing. Notice no mask, no mask, no mask. Everyone else, mask, 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 mask. What does that say? Don't give a fucks. 18. Who has headlined the most UFC cards since 2018? Since 2018? Mm-hmm. Headlined? Yes. I'm going to say headlined. Yeah. I think it's a woman. Uh, can't think of which one, though. Mena Nunes. No, it's not a woman. Okay. You want me to share the infographic? Sure. Anthony Smith. Bo. Is that not a shocker? With eight. Dustin Poirier at seven, tied with Israel Adesanya. Kamara Usman is at six with Justin Gaethje. My first guess was Gaethje, and then I thought Poirier, but I had no idea it was Anthony Smith. I didn't know he was the bankable, marketable guy to be headlining cards. So out of character for the rest of the guys on here. I, mm-hmm. Gaethje was number one guess for me, but that's human highlight reel. Like you want the exciting guy headlining. <sighs> it's weird. Super weird. Right along. Uh, I'm hearing rumors of them maybe doing Anderson Silva versus Vitor Belfort in boxing. Uh, if they do that, who do you think wins that one? I think Vitor Belfort. <laughs> That's a tough fight. Yeah. Probably Belfort, though. He's I think, I think he he's Sanders got more, more boxing skills, a little bit younger. Should mm-hmm. be. I don't know. Uh, that's what They're I'm probably thinking. close in age, but who's on more shit? Vitor. Vitor. 1700. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all the testosterones. Oh, that's craziness. And they said Evander Holyfield has been medically suspended. The question is for how many days? 300. 
Uh, you can take a zero off of that. 30? Wow. Yeah. Well, it's Florida, right? It's like, well, we need to get him back in there. He's only 58. 30 days. He squeeze blood out of a rock. That's right. And Harigo Machado will close it out. It's time, or sorry, it's back and it's time. Pound sign does rule. Pound sign, Matt Rape Train. Pound sign, Ingo Sugar Daddy. I'm back, guys, and better. Uh, the new type of questions will be called Getting to Know These Nuts. Perfect. Uh, what's your favorite way to spend a day off? <laughs> I feel like you're baiting us here. <laughs> whacking off no <laughs> i mean all day just raw <laughs> till i bleed yeah till i bleed <laughs> if you're not bleeding you're not doing it right oh good god favorite way oh it's a good question i like to ease into the day i'm talking like coffee take the dog to the dog park maybe get some, get a workout in and then i want to like do something active outside it's got to be sunny you know whatever there it is and then afternoon beers some oh, dinner okay. You know, go out with some friends, just like slide. I'm a big, cause I don't get to do that. Like slide in and out of the day. That's, I love doing that when I can, if I can. Cause I heard, I don't, it's just like, just go. Every day is like, go. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time shutting off, unfortunately. So it, I don't think there's ever a day that I don't work. So if I, it's always pieced up. So on a weekend, I enjoy just, I have one of those like, it's not an inflatable pool, but just like a, I don't know what the fuck you call that. One of those in-text pools. I like just going in there. And unfortunately, it depends what day of summer, because we have all the fucking cicadas going crazy in the backyard. They're so bad. it's like, yep. what do I hear? I hear helicopters. Cicadas. Crickets. Like, hey, fuckers, can I just get a little piece of quiet? The one day I decided I was home alone. I'm like, you know what I want to do? I'm going to go fucking take a couple joints outside, uh, get on a raft and sit in my pool. And I got so high and laid on my raft. I uh, felt like I was floating in the clouds. It was so awesome. That was probably the best day to just not do a goddamn thing. That's it. You need more of those, Matt. That's good. Yeah, that you was gotta, fun. Gotta take a day at least and rest. Yes. Rest it all. So we, it's funny. We have the same, that means we're busy people. If, if mm -hmm. our, if our favorite thing is to relax. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's hard to shut off. Like there's shit yeah. that has to be done. And if it doesn't get done, then yep. shit doesn't work right. No. So, uh, which, uh, what type of music are you into? Oh man. I love every kind of music, but I think I gravitate more towards like like rock type, even folk, folksy type rock, like, you know, something a little bit more classic kind of sound. So it depends. I'm, I'm all over the fucking board because sometimes I'll go 90s. Sometimes I'm hard rock. Sometimes I'm fucking like, uh, the hell was this shit when we were doing Krav Maga, like black eyed peas, <laughs> like whatever. No black eyed piece for me, thanks. I, I will fucking dance it up like 90s fucking crazy shit. I'm all across the board. But the only thing I can't get into is country. I want to kill myself when I hear that. Have you ever listened to Chris Stapleton? You know nope. who that is? I want to kill myself just hearing that name mentioned. I'm telling you right now, Chris Stapleton, Traveler. 
I think you will listen. That guy is a country artist, but he's more blues than country, and it's good shit. If you if you get into that album, there's some shit on that on that album. It's pretty solid. I'm still I'm just lost in the past. Oh, and I enjoyed the fuck out of some '80s music. So fuck off, everyone. Depends on the mood, right? If <laughs> yeah, you're having a party, it's just all 80s over. Is good. Yeah, I'm just all over the board. So, uh, what was the best vacation you ever took, and why? Man, that's a tough one. I uh, you might have to go first. I think the pre-COVID taking my kids to Hawaii for the first time, like because I'd gone there for my wife and I. We went there for our honeymoon and had a great time. And we on the honeymoon we went to Maui and the Big Island. We really enjoyed the Big Island. I'm not into like all the nonsense of Maui. Just seemed too busy. And then when we went to the big island with the kids, it was just fun. My my most exciting thing or the thing I enjoyed the most was just getting each person of my family to bodyboard with me and just seeing the excitement on everyone's face. Because, you know, some of them were scared, like, I just come out here. Like the waves aren't super crazy, but if you catch one and each one of them got to catch one, I got to see their face like enjoying the ride of the wave i'm like holy shit this is so fun like this is how i want to die if i can die and like this is my heaven or whatever that's what i want i don't enjoy the <laughs> fuck out of that just yeah bodyboarding and fucking yep having everybody hanging out and enjoying it but that that was it how about you for um you know i think every time i've gone out west especially when i went to joshua tree mm. um which just until you go there and it's just crazy. Like that place it's 20 in the twenties. And then an hour and a half later, it's, it's 75. And then two hours later, it's like 95. Like, I don't oh understand my God. how you're going to have like a 70, make sense? 70 or 80 degree swing. And in, in like, wow. overnight, you know, the yeah. desert, it's like extreme, just to see the violence of that and all that kind of greenery. It was very, it was like a spiritual experience. I went there at a time, like after I got divorced and it just was like, whew. but also surfing in california i mean i mm. never did that until this year and i'm like that's that was fucking awesome yeah so that there's the, something about that like the waves the are just being a part of the yep yep you feel something yeah. and you feel the power these were not big waves oh I was yeah surfing yeah on. they were like three foot waves and when i went under i was like "Ooh, this is violent you know this and this is a tiny wave compared to big waves yeah i've been on like some six to eight footers and then that's when you're like oh man like because shit gets real when you start getting fucked up by some big waves and you're getting yeah. held down like i think a couple, a couple maybe were in that territory and i didn't bite it on those thankfully but yeah there was like yeah. sets of waves they were like three four feet and then there were a couple of big ones and the instructor would tell us like yeah, you want to skip this one we're gonna skip this yeah. one. <laughs> like, no, the fun thing is like just trying to pick like what's the right one i'm like yeah. i never take the first big one i always wait for that second or third one yeah and then because i always feel cheated if i ride the first one and then get off and then you see motherfucker like look at the one that was right behind it or the one after yeah. it it's always yeah. passing the first one so uh, what's the next place uh, to travel on your bucket list and why? Well, for me, it's Hawaii. I know you've been there and you've been talking about it so much. I've never yeah. been. I, I want to go there for sure. I'm in their tree times. I want to, I, I don't know. That place always feels like home. The big Island feels like home. My brother loves that place. I love it. 
next place for me. I want to I want to go to another country. I keep eyeballing Barbados, but with all this COVID shit, yeah, I can't fucking can't make it out there because of all the stupid rules and regulations. Sometimes yep. they want you, sometimes they don't. Um, and I want to go there because they're supposed to have some of the best bodyboarding. And as we're getting older, surfing is becoming a challenge. <laughs> I'll still like to try it again. I haven't done that since 94, I think was the last time I surfed hmm. in California. But the bodyboarding is so much easier. And that the, Barbados is supposed to have some of the best. And also, <laughs> you drive on the wrong side of the road out there. And oh, nice. I have to stay at, you know, I can Airbnb it, but I can't stay at like a fucking hotel because I have to make all my stupid meals. Mm-hmm. So I have to eat gluten free. So I'd kind of like to try driving on the wrong side of the road and see if I kill a family of six. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I do that? Like, I'm going to, that's going to be so hard, but I'm going to yes. try because I want to be able to drive around. That's yeah. part of vacation is renting uh, a car and why it's getting a fucking uh, four-door jeep and then sometimes you just take the top off and just drive around and why it's sketchy at night because none of the roads have fucking street lights and it is dark as fuck and people are driving so obscenely fast (laughs) like what are you guys and it's all mountains and fog and i don't like driving at night (laughs) why it's scary as fuck (laughs) scary as fuck but I just want to drive on the wrong side of the road. You can do that in the States too. You just, yeah, I can. I've done it. <laughs> uh, sometimes I drive on lawns in between trees. Yeah. Serpentine. You know, a good lawn job. I haven't done that in a while. Well, there's all these fucking ring cameras. I don't think you could get away with the shit we used to get away with in high school. No so, chance. Just saying. Uh, let's do a little fuck, Mary kill celebrity edition. Number 145. Female wrestlers, number 28. You have Eve Torres, Kelly Kelly, and Layla L. So let's get these ladies dialed up. And for Eve Torres, I picked a real natural picture of her. So let me pull this up a little. I got to move our screen over. That's nice. So she's a mom, and that's natural, natural. Kelly Kelly. Dead. Yeah, I know you were killing triple dead, triple dead. I'm with you. And we're gonna agree hundred percent on this one. Then Layla L last. So go ahead. Banging. We're yep. banging and we're marrying the first one. The, the yep. second one's dead. Yeah, hundred percent agreement. I'm not even gonna fight you on any of this. Perfect. This is what it is. Okay, knowledge for the I do. Week? Uh, yeah. by the way, I know I recommended Ted Lasso last week. Did you start watching it yet? I did, but I got so high I don't remember it. <laughs> okay, I, just, I got just... into it. I think I watched season one, episode three through seven. I think I passed out on episode five and a half and woke up at seven and then ate some okay. more. But, you know, that's good. It's a good show. I just won a bunch of awards, I guess, yesterday. Yeah, so, I heard that. Um, but I have another thing we watched uh, actually right after uh, I walked into um, someone watching this yes, last week. It's called uh, In Search of Greatness. I don't know if you saw uh-huh. this documentary. It's on Hulu. And it has like Wayne Gretzky on it, um, Michael Jordan. Um, uh, you just saw, um, so, uh, what's her name? Sabrina Williams. Serena Williams, not Sabrina. Anyways, they were talking Ooh. about. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a teenage bitch? No. Um, 
it was a really cool documentary because it talks about like the nature versus nurture thing about what yeah. makes great athletes. You okay. know? And they're saying that in today's world, they're spending way too much time like making these kids play technical and all this weird stuff too early because it kills their creativity. And, and uh, they would talk like it's very rare you get someone who's like mentally obsessed with something like a sport and it mm -hmm. also has the physical skill. And like, obviously Jerry Rice was on there too. So they had like some of these super athletes and it's cool to listen to them talk about just how they view things and how they approach competition. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan would like literally make shit up in his, he would, if there was no conflict, he would make shit up. In his oh head. yeah. That documentary, just his documentary was awesome yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's that competitive. So if you like that, um, that Jordan one, the, mm -hmm. uh, about the bulls, you'll like this. It's a little older. I never saw it, but it just talks about how like the sports direction of kids right now is all wrong. And I tend to agree. Like, I think they're do way too much traveling and practice and structured play. <laughs> so obscene. So, yes. Um, it's not good for them. So, no, one of our friends, like his daughter, is doing like all that softball and the amount of travel and also the amount of money being spent, depending upon the sport. Imagine your kid playing fucking hockey. Like, <laughs> oh my God, the amount of equipment you need to buy and then the rink time and, it's not like basketball where you just, what do you need? A ball and go anywhere and you can fucking play that. But when you start getting into some of these other sports, the amount of money that the parents and I, I think real sports did something about child athletes and the amount of time and money that you have to invest. It's just fucking off the chart. Too. Yep. Yes. So obscene. So obscene. <sighs> what do you got? Karate dog. There you go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dog versus cat. Who's going to win here? Cat. Oh, motherfucker. Oh. Spinning shit. Now we're throwing yeah. spinning shit. What? What? <laughs> Dog wins. That's pretty awesome. Perfect. Go back to your little, little box. Biatch. You got a black eye. So it's all about. Uh, I think that's all we got for this week. I'm going to shut it down. All right. Well, that's been this week's edition of MMA Notes. My name is Ingo Weigel. Matt Rivett, thanks for playing. See you, bitches, and hoys. See you. Anthony Rumble Johnson. <laughs> <laughs>